The other day I was having a discussion and we were discussing about possibilities in life. And I uttered the phrase, you can do anything, but should you? That's the topic of today's podcast. So welcome to episode six of the podcast, Transformative Change. This is the podcast where we'll discuss the changes in life, or more specifically, the transformative change is the major shift in an environment that changes its characteristics or outcomes. And the purpose of this brings about deep and lasting transformations that fundamentally change the way things are done, the way people think or view certain situations or direction in which society or organization is headed. The goal of transformative change is to improve the overall well-being of individuals, communities, or even to address systematic problems or inequalities. In this podcast, we will digest cross-cutting topics topics that are needed to drive the transformational change. These topics can involve personal development, technology, psychology. We will try to... um, make sure that no areas are off-limit and guide towards the feedback we receive. The purpose is really to help you as a listener, interactor of the podcast, to get the tools that you need uh, to help you in your journey towards creating long-lasting impact in the world. Here in the, the, the world that we live in, many of us, And I'm not saying all of us, because we have to be frank about this as well. Many of us live in a world with endless choices. And we have the possibility to do almost anything with our life. Is this good or bad? We can see that many countries, people are living by themselves. And I'm not saying that is, is something wrong. What I'm saying is people are not happy all of the time. And when you have an endless amount of choices, how do you know what to do? I think growing up in in Sweden and uh, parts of the, the Western world and living in a society where education is state financed, where healthcare is state financed as well, you are thought very early that you can choose and do whatever you want. And this was always a problem with me because nobody ever thought me, okay, so how do I make that choice? How do I create a purpose? I was taught how to set goals, how to be specific, how to do measurable, achievable, and then also reasonable goals. But goal and goal fulfillment in itself, I mean, when you reach that, Okay, you have some sort of fulfillment for for a while. But how do you identify and drive towards something that can last for a lifetime? I never knew what I wanted to do, except that I knew that I wanted to to change something. It, It almost became a philosophical question. But my philosophy of life was, if I stand still, then I'm dying. Movement is better than standing still. So I always try to do something. I discovered my passion for knowledge. 
around 13, 14 year old. I got my first job out in the archipelago, uh, pumping gas for boats. But it, it was a 45 to 50 minutes bus ride one way. And back then we didn't have smartphones. Uh, we hardly had any audio to listen to. <clears throat> so I, I sat on that bus many mornings and many evenings, uh, just looking out the window. And my grandfather, he, he had this big library. So one day I just took a book on random and I started reading. And I spent about two hours reading every day because I, I was working five to seven days a week. I, I enjoyed it. Fresh air, boat, sun, most of the time at least. And the ride just back and forth just sparked something. So I spent that summer, the, the first summer, reading some of the books. And I did the same the summer after. And somewhere around there, I, I realized reading, getting knowledge, understanding, I like that. But I never had a focus with it. It was more of the movement of something new, of being exposed to something more that, that sparked my curiosity. And I'm a fast reader, or I became a fast reader. So I read out the, almost the entire library uh, after one, one or two years. And then I had to find my own books. And that was the start for me. But even coming up towards university years, when I was done in the equivalent to, to high school, I didn't know if I wanted to go to the university. So I took a leap year working at that same gas station. And after about six months, I still hadn't figured out what I wanted to do. So movement is better than standing still. So instead of trying to think myself to what should I do, I just jumped on to something. I applied for a university education in politics, economics and organization, which is not what I work with today or what my passion really was, but it was something. And my philosophy was really, let's not stand still. Let's expose myself to more until I figure out what it is. Because one of the things I, I realized was that the more I am exposed, the more I realize how little I knew about the world, about topics. So how could I make an informed decision without information? And when we say you can do anything, we don't even know what anything is. So the real question is, should you do anything? I think the more correctly formulated should be, you should do something, move, learn, get exposure and realize if you are one of the people that has these opportunities, at least information is free today or most of it. Education is not in every country, but information is free and it's how we consume the information and store it as knowledge and expose ourselves to the bigger picture that we become more and more aware. And we do live in a, a world with almost endless choices. And we have to recognize how fortunate we are. Not all of us are there. There are many limiting factors in the world. And the, these limiting factors is something that can be a part of our long-term goal as well. 
for me, having this podcast and, and recording this is all about getting more information out and to help more people to be exposed to, to how I address these topics. There are people in the world who are living in poverty and their choices are, are quite limited, but they can still listen to this online. There are people with disabilities as well, and they're not able to do certain things. And then, of course, we have the entire community of mental illness. People that has sicknesses that they can't really do anything about, which makes it a limiting factor. There are people that have been exposed to trauma, which makes it hard for them to grow and get exposed. So we want movement, not standing still. And movement doesn't mean we need to jump into a spaceship and go to the moon. It means taking a starting point on where we are and realize even the slightest step in any direction is a step. It is progress. And it's okay to climb multiple ladders when you're trying to figure out what you want. And sometimes it requires us to get out of our comfort zone. And that's not always easy because we tend to fall back and do the things that we are comfortable with. But if we only do the things that we are comfortable with, if we don't push ourselves, exposing ourselves to, to new opportunities, new interactions, new experiences, we don't grow. And when we don't grow, we're standing still and we become the puddle that has water in it and bacteria start growing. We want to be water and we want to move. And what are some of the key things to be aware about when it comes to choices, when we're trying to figure out what we want? So when we have too many choices, we can get something called analysis paralysis. And this is really the fact when people become so overwhelmed by the number of choices that they are unable to make a decision at all. It's like going into a, a candy store. You want everything almost. Well, if you've been there a couple of times, you know what you like. But the amount of choices. And it was like me when I wanted to pick an education for the first time. I was going through the, the course catalog, the, the physical one, actually. And I was reading about the, the program, the courses. I had no idea what I wanted to pick. Today, it feels like I picked something at random. I picked something a friend was studying. And I didn't really know what to do. And I think for a while, I was just sitting there trying to figure out, but what should I pick? The, the choices are endless. And when we have too many choices in life, this can also lead to, to increased amount of dissatisfaction. Because when we make a choice and that we are aware of these choices, then we have a tendency to be more likely to focus on the things we don't get. Have you ever ordered at a restaurant with a large menu, looked over at uh, the neighboring dish and it looks so much better. I should have had that. But if you haven't eaten for a long time 
and you can only choose one thing, and it's not really something that you like, do you really compare? Or are you just happy that you got something to eat? So the amount of choices that we have can actually decrease your satisfaction. So should we compare or should we sometimes just make a choice and make progress and learn? Maybe the next time we go to the restaurant, we can order that. But by ordering what you had today, you learned something. Either you didn't like it or you liked it or that your neighbor's food looked more delicious because you don't know how it tastes until you actually tried it. It might have had very bad seasoning, but looked very tasty on that plate. So movement creates learnings and experiences, and we should focus on that and expose ourselves and have some sort of way of pushing our outside of our comfort zone. And especially when it comes to picking dishes, I can say I am maybe not the, the best role model in those. I usually go with the choices that I feel comfortable with. But this is a metaphor for life that if we continuously do only the things that we like and are comfortable with, we don't know. And it's easy just to look over the shoulder and see other people doing things and say, oh, they have it so much better, but we don't know because we haven't tried it. So sometimes make a choice, stick with it, learn, and then reevaluate and make a new choice. And having too many choices can lead to regrets because people are more likely to second guess their decisions when there are a lot of options to to choose from. So if you also have a lot of options in front of you, how are you certain that you made the right one? But here is the point. It doesn't matter. You should take many decisions, not one big one. And this is what I'm trying to get to all the time, that if we increase the amount of decisions and choices that we make, we make them smaller and it becomes easier and more rapidly. Of course, some choices are life-changing. But what I want to get to is we shouldn't just stand still and wait for one big thing or have other people make choices for us. Make choices constantly, faster and faster, and we'll become better and better at it and we'll learn from it. But the other factors in this as well, that many people... They feel a lot of stress because too many choices can be mentally taxing. And having too many choices can make this decision process even more difficult. And stress is really about that anxiety. Oh, I need to make a choice. Oh, I'm getting forced. There's a deadline coming up. I need to do X, Y, and Z. So we have to also be better. And this goes back to making many choices, being comfortable with uncertainty, because that's what it's all about. When you make a choice, there is a high level of uncertainty associated. When you pick an education, that affects what job you're going to get, at least in your head. When you uh, pick a house or when you pick an apartment or you pick a partner, there's a lot of uncertainties. Is this going to work out? And when we make choices, safe choices, like I'm going to go with the same dish, the uncertainty is quite low. But when the uncertainty also is quite low, we don't know anything about the rewards or the rewards might be so much higher going with the other one. So try to break the choices down 
into smaller chunks, be more comfortable, reduce the stress levels. Because this also is the point around procrastination. When we have a choice coming up, we have a tendency of pushing it in front of us. I mean, that's, that's personally why I took that leap here, because I had no idea I was pushing my life decision forward in front of me. Making especially hard choices, life-changing choices, we tend to push it and stay in our own comfort because the things we know are safe. But safe doesn't mean it's good always. Or safe in this sense might also be false safety. Unless we expose ourselves to more opportunities and possibilities, we don't know. And similar as procrastination, not the same though, is become we can become apathic. I've had many friends that become a bit apathic when it comes to choice making. They just ignore making a choice. So not pushing it, but just completely ignore that there's something in front of you. Some people make life happen. Other people let life happen to them. And the difference between it is the people that make life happen, they make choices. And the people that let life happen to them, they are the ones that become apathic when it comes to choices, in a sense, or ignorant even when it comes to making informed decisions, small decisions. And they stay in the safety and comfort, not identifying what it really is that they want to do. And... When you look on the amount then of, of choices, there are quite many of them. And the question is, how many choices should you really make? I am a big fan of making many choices, especially having studied decision making. I believe that we become better and better at it because we create an internal process. I know my decision making process in my head where I take in information, I try to analyze it, I try to connect it towards with the target and the objective, and then I make a decision. I think I'm quite comfortable in making these type of choices and I don't procrastinate and I like to take decisions under reasonable amount of uncertainty. But I also know a lot of people in different cultures, especially in the, the Nordics, we like to anchor, get more information and wait to make choices. And these are different ways of, of looking at it. And what are some of the downsides then with making choices? Because we have to be realistic. There's not just my way. And I'm very much in front of just make the choices over and over again and try to revert back if you can. But if you took look at that, is it can potentially especially maybe in organizations, lead to decreased productivity. This is because people may be so focused on making the right choice that they don't get any work done. So this is the, the, the amount of choices what can lead to in, in corporations. And having too many choices might also lead to increased cost because people may be more likely to, to buy things for instance, that they don't need. I mean, the, the amount of options on, on Amazon, for instance, how many of us haven't bought things that we weren't really 
looking to, to get, but the commercial and the recommendation engines. And it was all just designed to, to have us buy more things. And we also have to take into context uh, the environmental problems. So having too many choices and living in a world where everybody's trying to satisfy your, your choices, especially from a consumption perspective, it is not really environmental friendly. And, and this is a larger philosophical discussion around should somebody limit our choices in looking at the bigger picture, and, and in this case, the environmental? Or should we be free to make any choice that we want? And who are you to limit my possibilities? I have a point of view of this, but we'll save that for, for another podcast. But some food for thought. Regulate or deregulate free or controlled question. So how do you go about then making goals or at least uh, enhancing some of your decision-making? Start small. And it's important to start small and to gradually work your way up towards bigger decisions. As I said earlier, I believe in making many decisions, but break them down. Don't make unrational, life-changing decisions Break it down into more tangible steps. Get more information by making decisions. In course, adjust. See if you can, instead of taking a five-year education, spend a year or half a year, one semester, just to take some courses on different topics to understand what they're all about. Be specific as well. What is this decision about? Um, it means stating exactly what you want to achieve with the decision and when you want to achieve it as well. And be realistic. It is important to be realistic in your choices. This means consider where you are today. What skills do you have? What do you want to progress in? What the resources you have available? And what are the circumstances you are right now? Because Somebody that's taking a decision about their education at the age 20 doesn't really have the same life circumstances as somebody taking the same decision when they're 50. And these factors affect. So have awareness. And I think awareness takes us a long way when you're deciding what you want to do. And some tips then for, for dealing with this. Don't give up. When you're facing challenges, it is important to be persistent. Remember that everyone faces some sort of, of challenges at some point in life. And just because the decision you made about your education and you went three, five years in school and you come out just to realize that I don't want to work within the law industry. And I have many friends <laughs> that I've heard that from. They want to do something else. They want to become a movie producer. That doesn't mean you made the wrong choice. Because you can always take those experiences and pivot them towards the way you want to do. What do you want to do within the new industry or interest that you discovered throughout your studies? Ask for help. Other people have made similar choices. And if we reach out and if we ask even for a mentor sometimes to support you, they might be able to give you information and be able to walk you through how they came to the decision and what they learned. And 
take breaks. If it's too much with your choices, put it aside. Do some mindfulness, disconnect, and then get back to it. Sleep fixes everything. I promise you. Get eight to 10 hours of good night's sleep, eat well, work out, take a break. It will come to you. Don't stress over the decisions. Life is short, but it's what we make of it that counts. And what counts for me is really being peaceful and happy. Celebrate the successes. Make sure that once you made a decision and it went the way you wanted, recognize it for yourself, but also recognize it as a part of a process. It will never be over. And if we just stress about the next choice, we forget about looking at the back mirrors. Steve Jobs said something beautiful, which is you can only connect the dots looking backwards, not forward. You don't know where you're going to end up. I had no idea that accepting a position at that bank, age 20, would take me to where I am today and the experiences I still talk about them. Because you can only look backwards when you're trying to make sense of it all. Because looking forward is impossible. So recognize that the decisions you make will impact your future. You just don't know how. It's what you make of it. So this is about how we can handle these things. And you can do anything or at least almost anything. And remember, the big question is, should you? Get back to the basics sometimes. And the basic is really, are your choices aligned with your purpose or are you doing it to accommodate somebody else's? Is this choice your option? Set your boundaries, set your targets, evaluate yourself. Don't do just anything. Move forward or sideways and sometimes even backwards because that's what it takes. But make sure that you move. So you can do anything. Just reevaluate, should you. Thank you for listening in on this episode. And I think this was a, a really interesting one from, from my perspective. And it requires us to go back and think about a lot of things. So I hope you enjoyed it as well. If you have any feedback, just make sure to email me or send me uh, a link, connect on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear what you thought about it. Until next time, take care.